to Amplifying Leadership, a podcast where we talk leadership and all that it is with guest stories, wins, tips, and our challenges. My name is Tara Lehman, and I'm a partner, coach, and consultant at Twin Life Coaching and Business Services, of which Amplifying Leadership is a division. For our leadership clients, we love to support you through this podcast, tools, coaching, training, and much more as part of our leadership services. To learn more about Amplifying Leadership and our leadership community, please visit amplifyingleadership.ca. Today, I am welcoming Dustin Jones, a speaker, trainer, and also the CEO and owner of Encompass HR. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. So we just learned something very interesting about each other, and I've never, ever met anybody like this before. So the audience does probably know my sister Barb and I are identical twins, but we are considered near identical, generally meaning one is left-handed, one is right-handed. And Dustin, you just told me that you and your sister are too. We are. We are identical mirror twins. It's very rare to meet anybody else that's like us, so this is exciting. It's very exciting. So I was like, it was a great way to start the show, and it, it certainly is a nice connection as well. Absolutely, yeah. It is. All, right, all right. Well, why don't we start our show today? So why don't you tell us a bit about you and your leadership story, kind of where you went from, how you got to where you are today? So um, I have been in human resources for over 20 years, um, kind of dates me, but I kind of fell into <laughs> that a couple of decades ago. Mm -hmm. And um, I worked my way from just being an admin as mm -hmm. a temp um, up to VP status when I actually quit corporate and, and started my wow. own business um, two years ago. Yeah. So um, I was a single mom for several years. And mm -hmm. during that course of that journey, um, I became a director in a telecom company. I got a wow. phone call from a referral of a manager that I was actually working for that said, I think you'd be a great fit. We don't have room for you to grow in this company. I want you to grow somewhere else. Okay. Um, and that was amazing because he was in a great, mm -hmm. he was just a great mentor, right? So mm -hmm. kind of threw me in feet first and um, <laughs> I had learned a lot from him. And so I grew from director um, up to VP and spent um, about 12 years at the executive level mm -hmm. and enjoyed it. I, I loved being able to, Kind of pour into those folks that worked for me and the different mm -hmm. departments of the organization that I had access to, um, mm -hmm. which at my last company was all the departments. It was it was very fluid, so that was really nice. So mm -hmm. um, I learned as I went, and I I always made sure that when I walked into a room that I was not the smartest person in the room, <laughs> um, you know, and and wanted to make sure that I learned from everybody um, mm -hmm. that I came in contact with. If I could learn something, that's what I wanted to do, and I wanted to be able to. Just share that with the people that worked for me. So um, that's kind of my, you know, abbreviated journey. Yeah, I like that. So one thing you had noted was that you had another manager or leader before that you had nowhere to grow and, and they actually gave you a way out their door so you could grow. I mean, that is the epitome of leadership, yeah. right? Not, not holding on to somebody just because they can be there and they do the job, but knowing there is something more for you out there. How did that make you feel? Um, I was I was very humbled, honestly, by it. I had joined an organization um, where the director was going to retire. And so the the conversation around my role as a manager was, we're going to grow you into this director role when he retires. Mm -hmm. Well, unbeknownst to me, they decided to go outside of the organization and backfill that role. Uh, okay. And so when that director came in, 
um, he came to me, his name is Mike Graham, and mm -hmm. he came to me and he said, I'm going to do everything that I can to mentor you and teach you. And mm -hmm. so in the year that I was, I was his employee, he did just that. And wow. he got a phone call from a friend that he'd known in the industry that says, hey, we're looking for a director of HR. And he said, I know somebody. And so he came to me and said, this is probably not something that I should be doing. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I want you to grow. And I know what happened here. And mm -hmm. so this is my way of being able to promote you into something that I think you would be really good at. And so I went Amazing. and had an interview. It was right around Thanksgiving. And I had a job um, right after Thanksgiving. So That's incredible. Yeah, it was. It was absolutely incredible. And so that really taught me to be able to look at my employees and say, how can I make you successful in your role here? Mm -hmm. But if this isn't the right role for you, how can I make you successful somewhere else mm -hmm. and give you the training and give you the development you need to be able to move on somewhere else? And I put together a mentorship program that did just that. Oh, that's great. Loved that. Yeah. So that yeah. was kind of that spark, that start was with Mike. Yeah. It's almost a pay it forward because now you're doing it or you did it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So why don't you help us understand maybe a challenge or two that you had on your leadership journey, something that maybe didn't stop you, obviously, but that maybe was an obstacle for you. Um, I think probably the hardest thing for me was getting into a manager role or a leadership role and not having the same kind of values um, or path that mm -hmm. other leaders in the organization had. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, everybody's different. Everybody comes from a different background. Everybody has their, their life experiences that kind of um, make who they are, right? So mm -hmm. not everybody's definition of leadership is exactly the same. And I think one of the biggest frustrations I had is I would put together these great programs so that our leaders could develop their people so we could help retain folks and then they would never use them. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those, oh, well, that's coming out of HR and we just don't really see the value in it because it's from HR, right? Mm -hmm. So that was, that became frustrating for me. And right. it also became one of the decisions for me to step back and say, do I want to continue in corporate or do I want to be able to use what I've learned to share with new companies so that they can maybe see the value in growing their employees and mm -hmm. the programs that I can help them create for their, you know, for their companies. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so as frustrating it was, it's led me here. And I've, I've always kind of been the person that through the challenges, through the hardship, you learn from that. And what do you, what are the positives mm -hmm. you can take from that and move forward and leave all the negatives behind? So I value those experiences and those, those challenges and those arguments and those very lively discussions with people that we're not on <laughs> yeah. the same page. I love it. Cause I always, you know, say failure can be transformational. Right. And just Absolutely. just like your challenges can be, too, if just because we have a challenge and, and it doesn't go well, doesn't mean we can't learn and grow from it. And it right. sounds exactly what you did. And, and that's amazing. Yeah, great. So you also mentioned to me, um, we talked a bit about already alluded to mentorship with leadership and through leadership. Why is this topic so important to you and maybe as even just leaders out there in general? I think mentorship is it, it's twofold. It maintains and it retains your employees. So mm -hmm. it, it leads to retention of your employees. And I don't think we can have good leaders if you don't have somebody that's willing to mentor. And as a yep. woman mm -hmm. in leadership, so I, I mentioned Mike Graham. He was one of my mentors. Um, my very first HR boss, Kelly, was also a mentor for me in a very different way. Mm -hmm. um, I was very young. I was newly married. And she was teaching me things about how to be independent. And mm -hmm. how to make decisions that would affect 
my life on my own instead of worrying about other folks. Mm -hmm. um, but I also believe that women don't always do the best of supporting each other, especially mm -hmm. the higher up in an organization that you get. And so mentorship for me was about saying, hey, I value what you do. Mm -hmm. If you want to become a leader or you just want to become a subject matter expert and become really good at what you do, mm -hmm. mentorship is the way to do that. Mm -hmm. And um, so I created a program at my last company that I've, I na I've now developed into a training program um, that teaches leaders that it doesn't take much to mentor. It's about mm -hmm. coaching. It's about succession planning. It's about making sure they have the right training to get to that next level. Mm -hmm. um, and then it's just about the actual mentorship, taking the time mm -hmm. to listen. But you can put all those things together. And it literally would take me one meeting a week with the entire team and one meeting a month with each of my employees. And yeah. I retained my folks for five plus years on average. That's great. Yeah. And it was fantastic. And I had one. She did not want to be in HR. She was kind of giving it to me and she's like, well, I don't really know what I want to do. It's right out of college, you know, that kind of thing. And we figured out she wanted to be a project manager. And so oh, okay. I allowed yeah. her to become an HR project coordinator, mm -hmm. helped her get her certification for project coordination. And now she's moved on to bigger and better things and she's doing project management right. like she loves. You know, so I, I had a valuable employee for five years, but she got what she needed to be able to be successful somewhere else in a different field. Yeah, I'm okay with that, but we have to be okay with that. We, we can't do. just hold everything close to our chest and say, no, I'm not going to give you other training because I'm afraid I'm going to lose you. Well, mm -hmm. inevitably, you're going to lose them anyway. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. And I'm going to touch back on something you had mentioned, um, which was succession planning. So one thing that is so important about succession planning is not just to say, okay, you know what, I'm going to succession plan Dustin to take over for Tara when Tara leaves. Mm -hmm. Well, what if Dustin doesn't want that job, right? right? Yeah. And exactly. that's where that mentorship and what you alluded to with the meetings, I used to do one-on-one -on -one weekly meetings with my employees to help them develop where they wanted to develop as best right. I could, right? right? Yeah. Any thoughts on that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that the more that you pour into employees, and I'm finding that the younger generations that are coming in are really more about what can I learn? How mm -hmm. can I yes. get faster? What's yes. the training that you can provide for me? And so if a company would look and say, okay, if I'm, say I throw another $15,000 out of annually to keep them. Well, that's only going to mm -hmm. probably last about six months. Money Keep's does not lucky. retain employees, yeah. right? Yeah. And so it's nice for a little while, but then they just go back to the same thing. If you're not investing in me. And so mm -hmm. if you have a mentorship program and you're allowing that leader to mentorship their people, Mm -hmm. And to mentor them and to give them, spend a little money on training, spend mm -hmm. a little bit of money on certification. Mm -hmm. You're going to keep those people for probably two or three years longer mm -hmm. than if you've chosen not to invest and, yeah. and keep them accountable and make sure that you're learning. And man, I, I can't tell you how much I learned from my employees yes. just by taking the time. Exactly. So I, I learned something too. It goes both ways. Yeah, exactly. And and that's important for leaders. It has to go both ways because we can't know everything and we don't know everything about our people's lives or our employees' work lives or if they have issues that are causing things going on. So, the, so that brings me to my next conversation piece I want to have with you, which is about the, the role of communication. When you think about mentoring as a leader for those employees, what are your thoughts around how to communicate um, you did talk about one-on-one -on -one meetings, maybe a little bit more detail into that, or, or what are your other thoughts on communicating that? 
So communication is one of my biggest passions. Mine too. <laughs> I just finished my master's degree in communications. Good and for you. The thing about communications is communications, especially in leadership, is about connection. Yes. And if you cannot communicate effectively, which means if you're not making a connection with your audience, whether it's a room full of people or that person mm -hmm. that you're doing one-on-one -on -one with, you're not going to get anywhere. Right. And so, I mean, we could go into our conversations about communication, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes. Um, but I think the biggest thing is making sure that the person that you're speaking with, especially during mentorship, understands that you care about what they have to say. Mm -hmm. and so you have to be able to go into those conversations with open ears and open mind and not an agenda. Let yes. them set the agenda and then react to what they're saying. Mm -hmm. If you can't connect, though, then mm -hmm. you're dead in the water before you even yeah. get started. Um, I remember I had I had a manager. She was the manager at my last job that worked for me. Mm -hmm. And she she said, you know, what, Dustin, sometimes you come across just really intense and a little bit harsh. Well, I didn't okay. realize that I was coming across that way. Right. Because in my face, I would have something that was stressing me out, and I wear my emotions on my sleeve, and so you can see mm -hmm. it in my face. Okay. And mm -hmm. so I told my, I pulled my entire team together, and I said, look, if I'm coming across that way, more often than not, it's not something that you all did. It's something that's going on in the background, and I'm allowing mm -hmm. that to come forward. So you need to tell me. Mm -hmm. And, man, they took that to heart. And let me tell you, I never got away with it. <laughs> right? I never got away with it, but that was a way for me to genuinely connect with them because I was mm -hmm. allowing them to tell me when I wasn't doing something that was proper or that it was coming across wrong. And they felt enough comfort to be able to say, Dustin, hold on, mm -hmm. what's going on, right? We know yeah. that there's something happening here. And so because of that, those conversations became more genuine and authentic because I cared mm -hmm. enough about what they thought of me and making sure that I was taking care of them, that that came across. So mm -hmm. if you don't have connection, you will have zero communication. Zero. Yeah. And, and feedback goes both ways, too. It does. I mean, 100%. they want to see you're vulnerable. They want to see you're right. human and that you do right. have bad days. And it's about that communication that's so important so that they do know if, you know, Tara, everyone knows Tara's having a bad day. And so the reaction might not be against you. Just tell me. I yeah. love that. Yeah, I love that because feedback goes two ways. It has to with leadership, yeah. right? There's well, no one and that's to. how you connect. Mm -hmm, exactly. You show that vulnerability and you show that yeah. I'm not perfect and I'm not the smartest mm -hmm. person in the room. And I'm going to learn from you just as much as you're going to learn from me if you allow that. Yeah. And, you know, so that really became the the basis of our communication was that ability mm -hmm. to connect. That's amazing. I love that. I love that. So you um, were telling me a bit about an acronym called RISE, R-I-S-E. So resilience, identity, strength, and endurance within the leadership journey. So why don't you help the audience understand what that means to you and maybe how you, you use that in your leadership? So it's, it's something that I believe that everybody fundamentally has okay. within them is resilience, their identity, obviously, and then the strength mm -hmm. and the endurance. And going through a divorce and being a single mom for a long time really made me kind of sit back and say, okay, can I do this? Mm -hmm. And how do I do this? So that I'm, I'm one person, I'm, I'm the same person at home as I am, you know, at work. And identity, mm -hmm. I think, is the number one thing in all of those when you're looking at leadership. You have to have an identity that you're comfortable with, um, mm -hmm. that you created, and not mm -hmm. somebody else. 
Yes, um, absolutely. Actually, Even as twins, I, right? <laughs> exactly. Yes. And, oh my gosh, for a long time, my identity was wrapped up in my sister. And well, us too, the twins. Yeah, and, and right? how do you separate that, right? And mm-hmm. figure out who you are independently. And so yeah. that's kind of the first part of that. But I think we all have resilience. We all have the ability to get out of hard situations depending on how we decide to get out of them mm-hmm. and yes. what we decide to learn from them. But we mm-hmm. have the strength and endurance to do that. And in leadership, especially as a woman, in leadership, mm-hmm. being able to show that and and um, and and be that person every day mm-hmm. as an example to the other people around you, mm-hmm. I think they see that. It shows your vulnerability. It shows yeah. the ability to have the strength to get through hard situations and but still be compassionate. You yes. know, and, and so the whole rise for me is. Um, kind of from from tragedy to rebirth, right? It's okay, it's yeah. that ability to rise from the ashes like a phoenix and become that mm-hmm. person that you were meant to be. And awesome. it took me a very long time to figure that out. Yeah, um, it takes a lot of people sometimes a lifetime, right? It does, and I, I'm really glad that I was able to kind of figure it out. And and mm-hmm. on, honestly, being a twin was the reason why I figured out who I was. Mm-hmm. Um, just taking a stand to say. Yeah, no, I'm not my sister. I'm myself. Yes. Yes. And realizing that, oh my gosh, I can put all these pieces together and Mm -hmm. be this person. And so because of that, it made me a better leader because Mm -hmm. it made me allow, it it allowed me to step back and say, okay, if somebody's having a bad day, what does that mean? And Mm -hmm. to tell the why, I know I'm going to give bad news to people more often than I like. Yes. If I start with the why. Yes. People have a tendency to understand that better instead of just saying, well, we're just going to do this because we're going to do it. Well, mm-hmm. Nobody wants to hear that, right? It's like no. They, they with it. Humans love to know. Even as very early children, we want to know the reason to why. Why is the sky blue? Why is the sky red? Why <laughs> am I being let go? Why is there a merger happening? Yeah. Share as much information as possible and you get, well, A, that's the communication, right? But you also get people who are a lot more engaged and feel empowered to make their own personal decisions if something major happens with the company. Yes, yes. And yeah. they learn to trust you. And trust yes. is a big part of leadership. If they don't trust you and like you, they're not going to follow you. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, yes. You know, you'll have nobody behind you anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Instead, you'll be behind all of them. And so, you know, yes. that whole rise is, it's my reminder you know, to where I've come from and where I'm going and what I want to impart in the people that I, that I work with. I absolutely love that. I think it's a great acronym for everybody to remember as well. So it was resilience, identity, strength, and endurance for the audience. So I want to ask you with all of these things you do with RISE and mentorship and communication, if there is a couple of tips or like that one big tip with a story that you may have behind it that can help enhance our leadership skills, and even with an action that they, maybe they can take today? Oh, um, you know, I, I said this earlier in the podcast, um, do not be the smartest person in the room. Mm-hmm. And I think the action for that, and, and this is part of my employee coaching that I do um, with mm-hmm. new leaders, is find people that can hold you accountable. Um, yes. So when you go into a meeting, when you go into a training, when you have you know, all these people that are relying on you, listen, mm-hmm. make sure that they, that, that you know, you're not the smartest person in the room mm-hmm. and that you have something to learn from other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the action that I give them is 
find somebody that can hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. Is your body language coming across as hostile or aggressive? Um, is your face, does it do what I did and not, you know, yes. become that person that's approachable, right? <laughs> yeah. And allow them to tell you when you screw up and allow them to tell take, allow yourself to take that feedback. So I would challenge anybody that's in a leadership role that if you have not done that yet, mm-hmm. find that person that is going to say, Hey, Dustin, that did not go over very well. What's going on? Or you were a little bit probably more aggressive than you needed to be in that meeting mm-hmm. so that you can then become aware of it. Because if you can't become aware of it, you cannot change your, your behavior. Mm-hmm. Right. And so sometimes yes. we do things and we have no idea. That that's unconscious what it came across. right we're yeah. not yeah so you want to be conscious of it and it will take time to change that mm-hmm. behavior um but if you go in knowing that you're not the smartest person in the room and that you can learn from other people and then find somebody that will help you become that better person and to take that feedback man i i think that just goes a really long way and i love that you talk about the leaders aren't the necessarily the smartest people in the room it takes a team right it does it takes everybody and their own you know subject matter experts that are in your team and people who know how to do certain things or maybe even the devil's advocate because you have to have one in a team right you do absolutely you will never become better if you don't have those people around you and then appreciate and acknowledge what they do acknowledge Um, keyword right there yes you have to acknowledge it because they'll they'll never do it again if -hmm. you don't acknowledge it right so yeah um yeah, I, I mean, love that. What a great tip for us today. And it's easy to do, right? It is. So just start listening and appreciating and growing from what other people are telling you. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing all your stories and tips today. Um, I would love to let our audience know how to get in touch with you if they'd like to learn more. Okay, so I'm on LinkedIn. It's either Dustin Watson Jones um, or Encompass HR LLC. And my website is www.encompasshrllc.com. Awesome. And it was great meeting another mirror twin today as well. Me too. That's so exciting. (laughs) I love it. Yes. Well, thank you for sharing your unique perspective to leadership and um, also a little bit about the business ownership as well, because it certainly carries through to your business. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate it. You bet. A big thank you to our listeners. I hope you are taking away some tips and information to help you on your leadership journey. If you are new to leadership or even a seasoned leader who knows that support and developing your skills are the way to moving forward on your leadership journey, or perhaps you want to join our leadership community, please visit amplifyingleadership.ca, a twin life coaching and business services division. Until next time, please be safe and be an amazing leader or leader to be.